It's time for Morning Soul Shine with Bridget, a podcast where we interview people who express their stories of triumph. I'm your host, Certified Life and Mindset Coach, Bridget Gibson. Good morning, everyone. My name is Yolanda Carter, and I am a fatal domestic assault victim. Uh, however, um, I use my experience to help so many people because I know the stigmas of domestic violence. I know how important it is for people to know that they can still live life after abuse. Now, the thing is with me, myself, I did not want uh, the abuse to define who I was and to stop me from moving ahead in life. I am so honored to be on platforms like this because they are well needed. Too many of us are so um, close-minded when it comes down to abuse. They feel as though that this is my business, I shouldn't talk about it, and I don't want nobody to know because it's uh, always taught that what's done in the home stays in the home. But I know that it's important for us to speak up and speak out because not only is it helping you, it's helping someone else. And I know what happened to me, it did not happen for me. Uh, for me, it was for someone else. For me to share what has it, my experience was, to be able to help someone. The thing about uh, being in abusive relationships, people always wonder, want to know, is this something that, um, are you insecure? Or was it anything that went on? Are you having daddy issues or anything like that to cause you to, you know, continue to, you know, get those type of people in your life? So I knew that, no, that was not it. I'm not uh, insecure. I'm not, you know, I didn't have any daddy issues. My dad was in the home. I had a lot of great things going on in my life, but it's just the people that I choose. You know, sometimes you can't choose who you love. And there are, you know, everybody's relationship is unique in its own way. Everyone is different. No one is always the same. But some of the characteristics are always a little bit the same. So, the thing is, I did not think that I would be getting in a relationship after abuse. And because of the relationship that I've caused myself to get into, I was very careful. I was very, very careful. I, I wanted to be in a relationship with someone that was, um, should I say, um, very attentive, very understanding, uh, communicate, I can trust. Um, Sometimes it was a little, it's, it gets a little rocky at times. And it's not going to always be the way that you want to anticipate it to be. So I just felt that I knew that it was times when um, I knew, I know how to communicate, but everyone does not know how to communicate. And communication is definitely the key. Mm -hmm. And when you are in a, a relationship with someone it's about boundaries communication trust mm -hmm. and just being respectful because a lot of people look up to you as oh that's a power couple that's someone that i mm -hmm. would want to be involved with but i'm going to tell you i'm very transparent and i'm going to say my relationships have not all been that gravy 
the writing was on the wall, but I did mm-hmm. say, what I will say is that my past relationships, they were all different. There were some that was abusive. And, and as I look around now, I see that a lot of the relationships that I've had was unhealthy relationships. And I did mm-hmm. not know that until I had to go through this last relationship that almost took my life. Mm-hmm. So that's when we realized that relationships, it, it takes work. It definitely takes work. It takes a lot of communication, understanding, and you have to be able to be vulnerable to share a lot of information with a person that sometimes you may not want to, but you have to be very careful with the type mm-hmm. of information that you give out because it can be definitely used against you. And that's what I realized. Sometimes you can't tell your partner everything because they will say, oh, well, you know, this person did this to you, so what's wrong with me doing it? It's okay, you know? So you have to be able to um, know that when it's, able, you know, when it's time to talk and when it's not time to talk. And I, I thank God that God spared my life because... Yeah, so Yolanda, can you, can you tell us a little bit about red flags what should someone look out for if they're in a relationship and they seem you know it seems like everything is going great but it's Mm -hmm. certain things that are happening that make you think "Mm, maybe i should watch out for that well yes because i i thought the uh, i thought the painting was so perfect um there was times in the relationship what my experience of the relationship was a little bit of um, when when the mood changes. Um, first, very charming, very charismatic. Uh, they're very attentive. They, you know, and then all of a sudden, uh, it's uh, first it's the honeymoon, and that's when they charming you, giving you all these good things and nice things, doing a lot of things for you. And then it's the tension building when it's something that you was like, wait a minute, did I miss something? Um, why? Um, I'm not being, you know, it's like, I'm going to apologize, but if I, I want to apologize for something that I know I've done, don't accuse me. So there was times when I was being accused of stuff that I knew I wasn't doing. Um, I was, it, it was just so much. And I thought it was just something that maybe they were going through. Um, it would, you know, start throwing my belongings. And I still was like, okay, he just wanted some attention. You know, we, we make excuses for bad behaviors. Mm-hmm. Instead of us just saying, you know what, this is really like a red flag. I need to, you know, really, you know, get out of this situation. But because I was still giving them chances, and that's what we do. We give people mm-hmm. chance after chance after chance in hopes that everything will change and it'll get better. But let me tell you, it don't get better. It gets worse. And... Those red flags and warning signs, it could be just the little simple things. Take them clothes off. I don't like what you're wearing. Um, you know, uh, start disrespecting you, calling you the B word, you know, telling you you're nothing, you'll never be nothing. Disrespect your children, yourself, you know, a lot of things like that, that we look at that we feel as though, oh, it's okay. I'm, I'm not going to worry about that. That's, it's going to be okay. But it's not okay. No one deserves to be abused in no shape, form, or fashion. And because of it, uh, we, we try to hide it. 
we we want people to believe that everything is perfect, but it's not perfect. Uh, we sit at home, we go to work every day with a smile on our face, and then when we get behind closed doors, we walking on eggshells. We uh, don't know what to say or what to do, and not only women go through this, there's men that goes through this as well. So we have to always know that we're not the only ones that's being, you know, that's going through domestic violence abuse because there are men that go through it as well. And uh, I just wanted to, you know, share my experience with you all because I don't want you all to think that domestic violence is something that you have to just cover up, shove up under the rug and not talk about it because it's important for you to make sure that you are out here and you are using your voice because a lot of times I lost my voice. I did not know that I had a voice. And that's what things we, we, um, we lose. We don't know our voice anymore after we've been in these type of relationships. Uh, you're stupid, you're crazy, don't say nothing. Uh, you've been taught to be, you know, first of all, you're being groomed already. And when you're groomed, you trust the person. Mm -hmm. They get you to trust them. They get you to tell you that, oh, don't listen to other people. Um, they jealous. They don't want us together anymore. So um, we start believing it. We start believing these things and we start looking at everything that he's telling you because it seems appears to be right. Like mm -hmm. that's because we're in love. We got those blinders on. But and then when we start seeing these other signs, like, hmm, I don't know. This doesn't sound right. This doesn't sound right. So, you know. Then so, Yolanda. Yolanda, yes. I think your camera, we're losing your face a little bit. So, maybe, yeah, there you go. Okay, there you, you know go. What? I'm trying, I'm actually trying to get on here because this is, this wrong thing is acting up. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, we're not well you look really it. good. You're beautiful. Look at you. You're so pretty. Oh, thank you. You're actually thank beautiful. You so and you know, I know your your trauma. Um, let's go directly to the trauma, and okay. then let's move on out of the trauma. So, you know, I think you told your story about you know your horrific the horrific crime that was done to you, and so right. can you share a little bit about that? Okay. Uh, well. March 22nd, 2016 was the day that my dad, my life had changed for the rest of my life. I was um, woken up by my son and, um, yeah, by my son and paramedics and police uh, that my partner of eight years decided that he wanted to take my life. And I was laying in a pool of blood um, after him beating me with a hammer and leaving me to die. Um, at that initial shock of everything, after everything went on, I started feeling like, oh my God, why would somebody do this to me? There was no argument. There was no reason why I would think that someone would want to do this to me. Um, people was asking me like, Yolanda, is it, what could have happened? Did you do, I mean, it, it doesn't matter if I did anything. I still did not deserve no one to take a hammer to beat me. But no, I did not do anything to trigger this young, this, young, uh, this guy. Uh, actually, he had been gone for the last three days. I believe that it was something that he was using or the devil told him to kill me. 
because we was really in a good place. We wasn't in a bad place. And um, I didn't feel as though that it was something that I needed to um, be afraid of. I was not afraid of him. I didn't feel that I had to be afraid of him. Um, but that was, like I said, there was some writing on the wall. There was some disrespect. There was some times when he would not talk to me. Um, there was times when he would accuse me of things, but I still made excuses for it because he was not putting his hands on me. So I just looked at it as though, oh, you know, he's okay. It's, I got the best man in the whole wide world. He was very attentive, very charming, very charismatic. When I would go be sick, he would nurse me back to health. And um, that's what I was looking at. I didn't look at the, the fact that I didn't really know what the full cycle of abuse is, domestic violence, because I didn't know domestic violence was a form of power and control. Mm -hmm. It was mental, emotional, verbal, psychological, financial, and even spiritual abuse. But all I was looking at is this, oh, this person is not putting their hands on me, so I'm okay. But after, you know, um, being educated and informed about domestic violence, I knew I was that whole pattern that was me. Mm -hmm. I, I, I lived it. And not only did I live it with this relationship, I lived it with every one of my relationships that I was in. And I was able to really identify what it was because mm -hmm. I didn't know at first because if you're not educated, people don't know what domestic violence is. They don't know what the, uh, all they know is it's just um, black eyes and bruises. It's domestic violence, but it's not. It's a cycle of a pattern mm -hmm. of abuse that people use against to manipulate you, to get you to do the things that they want you to do, to, to scare tactics and mm -hmm. everything else that goes up under the, the cycle of the abuse, domestic violence. Uh, I thank God that God has used me in a way to be able to be the voice uh, of domestic violence uh, because it's so important that we know what domestic violence really is. Um, I am a, um, an advocate for domestic violence. Um, I've had already 13 reconstructive surgeries and still have another one. I lost my left eye. Uh, my skull was crushed. Every facial bone on the left side was broken and shattered. Um, but God, I'm here. Um, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Yes, God turned it to your good. Yes, yes, he did. And, and he tell gave us me a, beauty for my ashes, you know. Yes, he, he uh, has. <laughs> well, tell us about your book that you have. And tell us where well, we can find it. Okay. My book is, um, I have a book. It's, out, it's called One Eye Witness. Uh, One Eye Witness, you can really go on Amazon right now to get it. But I will definitely be uh, reaching out to the, um, the person that curated the book to get more information on you guys because we did shut the website down a little bit because a lot of people wasn't, I mean, it was going good in the beginning, but then after you're not, people rather get the book from me. So um, I was getting a lot of purchases without the website. So we're going to even mm -hmm. put the website back up, but it is, uh, it's a self-help and a uh, prevention tool because we want people to know what the cycles are, what the myths are, um, what the definition of domestic violence is also has a journal after each chapter of the book. So that way that you can know, and if, if, if you, you know, meet all these, um, you know, definitions, you mm -hmm. are in a, a relationship of abuse. 
So that's why it's so important that we put all the information in the book because it's necessary. It is mm -hmm. necessary for you all to know what domestic violence is, uh, not just thinking that someone is just uh, putting their hands on you because it's definitely just the simplest thing that, you know, we think that it's, oh, I just want all of your time. But wanting all of somebody's time is control. It is trying to isolate mm -hmm. them from friends, family, and loved ones. Telling them, oh, no, baby, don't be around these type of people. They're not good for you. That's because, you know, they try to make like, oh, that person wants me, your girlfriend, you know, stuff like that, just to control the situation and then to get you away from people so that no one can put anything sensible in your ear. Because anytime when somebody starts, you know, making sense to something, you'd be like, dang, you're right. That is, they don't want that. That's that's not a good thing for a person abuser you know they want to keep you dummy down they want to keep you where in in their your own little bubble where nobody mm -hmm. else can enter so yeah but we have to be responsible we have to be um we have to be responsible for how we allow people to treat us you know uh, and we also have to look at the fact that if you have children in your home you have to you know learn behaviors is real and mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of children are mimicking or should i say um witnessing uh the abuse from the home and i always say oh look at them bad kids but you can't say these children are bad because of what they see they are are reacting to their what they're watching and how it's affecting them and nobody ever said well are you okay do you need to see talk to someone are you you know okay give them a voice let them express how they really feel instead of you always saying well you're just bad and this that and the other we have to allow them to know that they have a voice so you know i thank god for platforms like this um, thank you again, Bridget, because this is really important and we do need to share what we go through, but we also want to know that how can we make it on the other side? Okay, so that's guys. where we are. We are on the other side with you. So tell us about what's going on with Yolanda Carter right now. I'm so excited what? for you. Okay, well, you know what? Yes, I was excited, uh, but you know, there are some real true things that happen in relationships and um i did not think that i was going to be in a relationship um i i was in a relationship with a guy and um he was he was he was really good to me um at, at, in an aspect he was not abusive he was not verbally or mentally abusive or anything but it's just some things that i desire as a woman that I know that I am worthy of that I'm not getting. And uh, I just realized just Sunday is that it's not gonna work for me. Just just two days ago, I'm, I'm realizing that this is not gonna work because um, I am a queen and I should, I deserve to be treated like one and mm -hmm. all aspects, not just you just wanted to come over just throw me a little couple of dollars um just you know just spend a little time with me and that'll be it there's no requiring of date nights no requiring of um roses I, i'm a i'm a flower girl i'm a rose girl mm -hmm. give me my roses still while i'm here because <laughs> 
the devil almost tried to take me out of here. Yeah. I was still getting my flowers, but at the end of the day, you know, you have to date your relationship. You have to be able to um, let them know that they that their love. Um, I, I didn't get. I, I was getting the love, but then just the conversation two days ago, I started realizing that this is not real. This is not. This is not real. A uh, real relationship. And um, after this individual was like, well, that's why I didn't really want to put a title on it because I can't do this X, Y, Z. And I'm like, okay, so I'm still calling, you know, I'm still calling you my wife. I'm still calling you uh, my, my girl, but I'm not, I, I, you know, I can't do all the things that you want and require of me. So that made, that, that made me feel some type of way. Well, Yolanda, you know what? I, I like that you're being transparent with me. I, I like that you're being transparent with all of us because, you know, you could have texted me and say, Bridge, you know, this is not what I'm going to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But you decided to come on anyway and talk about it because women need to hear this. And I'm, I'm mm -hmm. just so proud of you. I'm proud Thank of you, you because women go through this, women and men go through this all the time they think you know they're in a serious relationship but the other partner don't feel the same so i appreciate you being so transparent with us this morning thank you and you know what you're welcome and you know what i struggle with it too bridget because i was like you know what i want to call her and tell her but then i was like no because i think that you know this is something i, I struggled with it and I was like, man, I'm getting ready to go on this show and I'm getting ready to talk about healthy relationships and how, you know, you can be in a happy relationship. And then the day before I'm crying and then I'm like, oh, my God. But I think that people need to hear it because this is what's happening to people. You can be in a relationship with somebody, but it seems like you're the one that's in the relationship and they're not the ones that's in the relationship. Uh, but they want to give it a, they don't want to give it a title, but they want to do the things and, and be, be in a relationship with you. And I guess because they don't want no one else to enter in or mm -hmm. be a part of, you know, you, because they know that you're a good, amazing person and, oh no, I would never hurt you. I'm not that person. I want to always see you happy. But at the end of the day, sometimes God put people in your life for just a season and mm -hmm. also, and when you're vulnerable and when you i was in a vulnerable state when i entered into this relationship um with this person very vulnerable very alone uh not being you know able to think that i can be with someone but i had to trust it i had to trust the process i had to trust me mm -hmm. to know that i can be comfortable enough with someone that would not hurt me that i i know because this was somebody that i knew the years mm -hmm. but I re we rekindled a relationship that I thought that was going to continue to be something but at the end of the day it just um there there's times when you you, you don't know if you in love or are you lusting the person there's days that I'd be like oh my god I, you know I'm gonna be you know happy mm -hmm. and then there's days when I feel like do I really like this? Then I started looking at things that I started disliking about a person. 
you know that's what we do we we like the thing because when we when we in love we like everything about them mm -hmm. even the, the the good bad and the ugly but yeah. then when when we start disliking them a little bit we say well i didn't like him anyway because i didn't like what he was doing <laughs> i didn't like this i didn't like that and so we start really looking at you know what this is not really what i want but yeah. I, I know that i deserve god to bless me I'm well deserving of a king that will treat yes, me, that will be on my arm when I'm going down these red carpets, when I'm lights, camera, action. I need to be with someone that likes to do the same things I like to do because you have to be careful, ladies, when you are dating. Date someone that loves doing the things that you do because this guy did not like going out. He was not the type of person that wanted to do things and... And I was just saying that, you know what, that that's just not for me because I settled mm -hmm. just to settle. I, I, I made myself feel like I have to do this just to make somebody else happy, but I wasn't happy. And we, we do that. We, we, we make other people happy and we're not happy ourselves. So we, we, we have to be responsible. We have to, we have to deal with you know, allowing to our peace. We it's important to make sure our peace is always intact. And it's not easy that it, it's at days it's not easy. But the good thing about it that I didn't allow no one to move in. I'm not doing the husband wife thing anymore unless we are husband and wife. So, yeah. Wow. Well, you are a, you are truly an example of the other side of trauma because you actually went through a toxic relationship and refused to go through another toxic relationship and that yes. is a blessing because you recognized it you seen oh no 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 i'm not going back down this path again and it's repeated you know patterns and i you yes. know i'm so proud of you and it's like this needed to be said because people so often repeat the same patterns Second. not mm -hmm. dealing with their traumas they repeat the same patterns and you have dealt with your trauma and with you dealing with your trauma and healing from it you are refusing to let anyone bring you back there and I'm just so Absolutely. proud of you. And this is a thank conversation. You, I'm so happy you decided to come on today because this conversation mm -hmm. is needed. This is a necessary conversation because until people deal with their traumas, they're mm -hmm. never going to be free from these toxic patterns that we make. Right. You know, and once yes. you see somebody is not what they say they are or pretending Amen. to be, you know, there's yes. a lot of people who has very high narcissistic traits and we need mm -hmm. to be aware of people that we're dealing with you know i tell my daughter all the time don't jump in and just think oh i'm in love watch what That's they right. say and watch what they do oh you know my god that is so important yes we have to watch those those signs we have to watch how they they walk how they treat us how they talk to us you know it, it's the whole aspect we have to look at the whole circle the cycle of mm -hmm. what it really looks like the painting. It may look so pretty, but once that the painting is up there, it starts getting dim. It starts getting dirty. It starts, you know, it's a lot that goes on with that picture paint, perfect painting. Exactly. So, yeah. So it's yeah, it's and our you know, responsibility. People, and the thing about it is, people who are toxic, they haven't dealt with their traumas.
and what they're doing is bringing other people into their their trauma into their mess Mm -hmm. and so we have to refuse even as you know i'm married but I have friends and even friends, when you see that they're bringing you into their toxic relationships, you have to say, no, I can't do that with you. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. telling you what's true, but if you don't want to accept it, I can't help you. Absolutely. Yes. Because you'll get caught up and I'm sorry, I'm cutting, trying to, (laughs) trying to mess with this uh, mic so you won't hear all the noise in the background. But yeah, but people are, you know, they they get you involved into toxicity and you don't realize mm. you're thinking you're helping them and you're not no. because they refusing to stay they refusing to hear you and they want to bring the, the trauma and the drama to you yes. you're getting caught up in it and it's not even mm-hmm. your issue right That's so Absolutely. we have to even be careful of the people we have in our atmosphere you know we got to keep true. our souls clean and our minds clean and our, you know, we just have to move on from anything that's causing us problems. That's right. Anything that's, that's causing true. us problems. So Yolanda, is there anything else you would like to share with us this morning? Well, all I wanted to do was just share with you ladies that um, just always love yourself. Uh, be responsible for how you allow people to treat you. Uh, we have to also protect our peace. We have to know that when we're getting into these relationships, uh, we have to have respect. You have to be loyal. There is boundaries because everybody don't know their boundaries. There are boundaries in the relationship. Uh, don't allow in the beginning because what happens in the beginning is how the relationship is going to end. Uh, mm-hmm. When you start allowing these things, that's where it's going to end up because they don't. people don't like change. So if I started mm-hmm. off disrespecting you, if I started off abusing you that's how the relationship is going to get it ain't no middle with people no more it's either hot or cold it's mm-hmm. either we're gonna be respectful we're gonna be community we're gonna communicate we're gonna trust one another and we're gonna uh walk in the straight and narrow because there's no perfect relationship and i'm not gonna say no. that i'm not gonna make it seem like it is because it's not it put it's a lot of work it takes a lot of work and being in past relationships all of them were unique in its own way. All of them were different. There were none mm-hmm. all the same, but the, the characteristics are was abuse. And the abuse may not be just all physical. It may be just a, a simple disrespect or just a simple um, things that we overlook, things that we mm-hmm. think that we can just take it and just shove it up under the rug or because of embarrassment and being ashamed of it, we just rather not talk about it and tell nobody what we're really going through. And we suffer in silence. So remember, ladies, do not suffer inside. There are men that's going through this as well. Relationship issues, you know, don't know what type of woman that we should deal with. Are we going down the same type of relationship, the same type of women, these same type of men? Are we attracting? Why are we mm-hmm. attracting these same type of people? But we don't even, sometimes we just don't know because we can't help who we love a lot of times. It's not a magnet on nobody's forehead or I'm an abuser mm-hmm. or I, I, I love to do these bad things to you. It don't work like that. But we okay. have to get to know one another. Take your time and, and just be responsible for how you allow people to treat you and how you allow people to handle you. Because a person can mishandle you just that quickly. 
your life can be changed within a blink of an eye like mine did. And But because I have love for people, I trusted. I didn't want to nail every bad, every man to the cross that, you know, come my way. And But I do know I do, I do have a voice. I do know how to say that mm-hmm. I don't like something or I'm not going to, I'm not feeling that. Uh, I'm not going to allow you to do this to mm-hmm. me. I know how to do that now. I didn't know how to do that for a long time because I allowed myself to just please other people mm-hmm. because of what they say was, oh, okay, baby, I, I go along with it. But now I can say, I don't want to go. I don't want to do that. That's not what I want to do. That's what you want to do. That's not what I want to do. And I don't have to accept it. So, yes, just always be. We're so proud of you, Miss Yolanda Carter, and you're just such a blessing. And we're going to have another one of these because I think this is important. I think this conversation is so important, and you are a blessing for Mm -hmm. to share with us this morning. And I want you to um, set a time with me, and then we're going to actually sit down and go through some stuff and and bullet point it, you know, just spell it out. Because you no know, people problem. need to hear this, yes. and I'm yes, so I'm happy so for you. I'm so sorry that I just went left on you, but you know, I think oh, that no, 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 God no. led me, and I was, you know, very. I struggled with it, and I was like, should I just pretend? But I wanted to be authentic. I didn't want to be somebody. I, I'm very transparent in my whole journey through the abuse and everything and I didn't want to go and be like pretending oh yeah we just so perfect everything is good I'm happy <laughs> but I'm you know what I'm saying I, I didn't want to do that so I, well so you wouldn't believe to... you wouldn't believe how many times I wanted to text you and say okay how do you want me to bring you in you know how is are you engaged are you I didn't know I really didn't know and I kept Mm -hmm. saying well Bridget just leave it just let her tell you know give me the information but God didn't want us to communicate about it because he (laughs) wanted it to happen just like it did oh my god Mm -hmm. (laughs) somebody saying keep the conversation going hi Carla (laughs) <laughs> well, that's up to Miss Yolanda Carter. She want to keep well, talking. <laughs> well, you know what? I do have to go. I got calls coming in. My daughter is trying to reach me on emergency, so I constantly call myself. Um, I, I definitely uh, am honored to be able to be on your platform because, hey, Bree, thank you. <laughs> yes, I, I had to be. I had to be very honest and transparent. And I think that more people will listen. Uh, mm-hmm. People do gravitate towards you being trustworthy to be honest and transparent. Then someone is just trying to hide everything and not really being honest about it. So how can I listen to you and you know, not even being honest about mm-hmm. things? So I, I love the fact transparency is everything. I love to hear a person in their transparency because that means that you're vulnerable mm-hmm. and that you're holding nothing back and that you're not afraid to share with the people because everybody's going through something. There is everybody, mm-hmm. if you reach out to somebody, there is somebody that's going through not exactly what you're going through, but some exactly. of the similar characteristics that you're going through. And because of you speaking up out, they feel like now I can speak and I can share my experience as well. So exactly, so exactly. Hey, I'm so proud of you. And you know, God has been leading Thank me you. the same way. I'm just telling everybody all my business. <laughs> That's right. That's it. But I, I feel it, healing. I, I'm healed from it. 
just by yes. talking about it. And it's like, okay, Bridget, stop talking now. You done told everybody all your business. But that's yes. okay. If it's going to help somebody, you know. Yes. Okay. Well, I thank you. Hi, Nelly. Good morning. Hi, Nelly. Hi, April. <laughs> Hi, Bree. Hello, ladies. Oh. We had so Thank many good, wonderful on. friends here to support you, and I'm just so proud of you. And I'm going to let you go because I know you need to leave. But thank you, Miss Yolanda Carter, for being on Morning Soul Shine with Bridget. 